put on this computer. Fantastic. Oh, I need to open the chat. Welcome everyone to week 18 of Naturally Healthy Club. Um, chat, here we go. Awesome. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about soothing ourselves in healthy ways. Um, so yeah, I, I love this idea. And I think this is something that is going, is, is so such helpful work for all of us to do at all, all of the time. Um, yeah, but before we like get into the lesson today, I just thought I'd share with you like, um, so last week I met with my new coach and yeah, we had like a group of and it was amazing. And one of the things that she said that I think is really fascinating. So the, the coaching group that I've joined this marketing group, it's called like the, she's called it the mystery room. And so her whole thing is that like when we are going, like when we have a goal and something that we want to change about ourselves. So, and she uses the example of going from being a caterpillar to a butterfly. So to go from being a caterpillar to a butterfly, you have to go through this, like um, this, this chrysalis, I think it's called like this, up, this phase of like, where you like, essentially you're not a, caterpillar anymore but you're not a butterfly and you're kind of like she calls it like being in the goop like in the liquid and I think I've been thinking about this like in terms of us and like the work that we're doing here in terms of becoming naturally healthy people and I think it's like like what what happens is that we naturally resist being being in the 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 goop in the in the middle the the change part but she's she's like my coach is like what if it actually like that's where all the beauty is and we actually stop seeing it as being bad that we're this formless blob and actually embrace that and like and lean into like she's because it's quite a mystery like whenever we go through change like whenever the um, caterpillar is becoming a butterfly there's that mystery and that um like there's kind of a mystery to how how it happens and so if we can like embrace that and look forward to that and really you know go for it um the caterpillar soup yeah Doreen yeah like it's like in being in that liquid phase like and actually see it as a mystery to uncover rather than seeing it as this like you know heavy thing that we need to all this awful process that we have to go to to get where we want to go and actually enjoying our time in the group in the in the in the caterpillar soup um yeah it's like I was just like it's really blown my mind to be thinking about my goals in that way so I just thought I'd share that with you guys of like how can we bring more mist more of the fun and the mystery in and the into our in the to, to this process of change rather than seeing it as a chore or, or a, a negative new thing. So just thought I'd start with that today for everyone. Bit of a nice metaphor. Um, okay, but we'll, let's move on and talk about tiny wins. So who's got something that they want to share that's either a tiny win or some, just a, something that you've noticed or, um, or a fail that you'd like to share with the group? Raise your hand or just shout out. Oh, where did I put my coffee? No one? You got nothing? Come on, someone must have something. Oh, Catherine, yay. Um, I guess this is both, both um, 
a fail and a win. I have just like completely not been doing all the things that I know I need to be doing to take good care of myself. And I really did not want to get on here today because I haven't been doing all those things, but I came anyway. So yeah, that's awesome, Catherine. Yeah. Like that's really, yeah. Let's celebrate that for sure. That's for sure. And how do how does that feel like that you that you turned you showed up for yourself anyway? Yes, good. My stomach kind of hurts because I know like there's a lot of things I need to be doing. Um, but you know, it's not gonna get better if I push it off till tomorrow. Yeah, that's an awesome thought. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's good for you, Catherine. Yay. Let's like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, cause we all have that, those times where we like, or we, and using that as like, okay, well, this is, this is, I don't, I know this doesn't feel good. What can I like, what's one step that I can take that's going to be leaning me towards what does feel good. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Anyone else wanted to share in the group? Yay. Awesome. Jen. Um, I went to a movie with a friend and going to the movies is kind of about this really wonderful in a disgusting way, popcorn with potato chips in it. And instead we stuck in our own potato chips in it. Yes. And it is as, as good and bad as it sounds. (laughs) (laughs) But we snuck in our own healthy popcorn and grapes and almonds. So we went to the movie and had healthy snacks. Oh, fantastic. And that felt good. Yay. And a bit subversive too, sneaking sneaking things in. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) That was fun. Oh, yay. That's awesome, Jen. Excellent. I love it. Okay. Has anyone else got a win they want to share? Cool. Yay, good Jane. Hi. Um, I had an insight this week from reading something, and it also was reinforced with your thought of the day this morning, that often with the feelings, it's um it's being around other people and the emotions that you, you know, sort of soak in from them during the day. And that around four o'clock in the afternoon um, is a really good time to try and get rid of that, not with food, because yes, I was, I've generally had a pattern of being fine all throughout the day until around that time. And I I thought, oh, I I can see there being a connection with that, that on really um, tough emotional days, you know, that might be with um, um, work with that you're dealing with their stresses sort of somehow can you know soak into you as well and that you've got to be aware of that and not and it's okay for other people to feel bad yes (laughs) and that that you don't have to feel that for them and then yeah try and soothe yourself with snacking before you know before dinner and around you know dinner time and afterwards and uh, and having that in mind has helped me not do do that yeah yeah great that's so but I haven't quite got to the you know the suggestions were that you could do something like even have a bath or yeah every day 
around that time to, or, or after work to try and, yes, get rid of all of that stuff. And um, so it's something that I'm going to, you know, explore further and do more work on. But, yes, that was, yeah, my insight this week. Yeah, that's awesome. That's it's such a good one. Um, and I think, like, with that, it's just having, like, practicing like and having like a, some sort of habit where you're giving yourself an opportunity to and it's not necessarily getting rid of the other the feelings it's it's like I, I see it more as processing them so mm-hmm. yeah that's really awesome Jane to yeah. like, have that and, awareness and perhaps not feeling like it's my shortcoming for having you know you know tried to soothe myself with food at that time it's because I didn't realize that I was yeah taking on all of that stuff so yeah still being able to feel some of that but also you know acknowledge that it happens and that yeah the way around it is you know a different path to get (laughs) to to feeling calmer and being normal again than um giving into those little you know oh what do I feel like eating type you know, thought process. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't actually solve for the, like, because you haven't actually felt the feelings. So the eating kind of delays, but the feelings are still there. So yes. yeah. 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 So good, Jane. Love it. Yay. Awesome. Um, Kim shared in the chat, like I've stopped eating by 6 p.m. every day and it's been going great to see small incremental results. So that's awesome. Go, Kim. Um, and Melanie said, I've got a rough cold, tough to talk. Okay, I hear you, Melanie. Um, but I saw my parents over Eastern for the first time in a couple of years. My dad is pretty quickly leaning and said, you've lost weight, haven't you? You look good. Oh, it's very sweet, Effie. <laughs> Yay. That's a, always a good feeling. Okay. I love that. Okay, so plan for today. Um, got a bit of news. Then we're going to talk about... Um, we are going to talk about soothing ourselves in healthy ways and um, coming up with ideas about being proactive for that. And then we'll open up to some coaching. So, uh, yeah, okay, I didn't update my plan section there. I'm like displaying on the seat of my pants here. <laughs> We're all good. Um, okay, so news. So Leslie and I had a fantastic lunch in Santa Monica um gosh only last week it feels like a long time ago now (laughs) I'm back and it's winter here um yes and so just wanted to let you guys know so um this for this group so the last call for this group is going to be in early July so we've still got a good chunk of time left together but in terms of like what's next um you're welcome to stay on um month to month for as little as long as you need so um yeah it's just like you don't need to do anything it's just when you're ready like when you feel like you've had like you've had enough of coaching then you're welcome to um just message me or um email and let me know when you want to stop uh so that's that's that and then the new group will be starting um early july so that is coming we'll have some new people joining the group which is always always fun um and I also wanted to remind, I've had a couple of one-on-one sessions scheduled this week, which is great because I um, didn't have a lot of time scheduled for those in April. So I do have a lot of time in my calendar 
And if you haven't, so if you haven't done a one-on-one session for this round of the group, like, please, like, you know, I love chatting to, to you all. It's really fun. And yeah, that, that resource is there for you. And so it's in, I think in, um, in under either under coaching or under resources, I, there's a link to my scheduler. So you're welcome to set up time whenever you um, would like. Um, other news. So we're having lunch in Canberra on Saturday, the 4th of June. So if that's something that you, I've got one, one taker so far um, and Caroline's coming too. So it's going to be three of us. Yay. Um, but yeah, if you, if you are thinking about coming for that, like the RSVP this week for free lunch, um, so I can can book something in. Uh, other news, we're still doing the feelings challenge, which I am loving. And I oh, thank you. Um, Caroline's just posted the coaching link in the in the chat. Um, yeah, so feelings challenge is still ongoing. I hope everyone is enjoying it as much as me. Like it's just doing this work. It's like I don't think like I think every time I do do this challenge, I, I just get more and more out of it. So that's still ongoing. So it's not too late to, to start that or just whenever you feel the need or whenever you feel ready to um, you know, do that, that work of, of practicing feeling your emotions like that challenges there for you. Uh, and then other news and um, joyful cooking group so the next group for that that's a um is starting in june and enrollment's opening next week for that and so for the general public that's like going to be the new price for that's 129 a month for the three months um but if you if any of you were interested in in doing it i'm happy to offer mates rates so um that'll be like 99 dollars a month so just what i'd throw that out there um and you can use a discount code actually mates race <laughs> if you wanted to join up okay so let's talk about oh yeah our process i feel like we haven't spoken to our process for ages okay so our um, manifesto highlight for this week is we again we handle our emotions without food um, and you know one of the ways to do that is to learn these alternative ways to soothe ourselves which we're going to be talking about in a second and then um, in terms of our four-part process, I feel like I haven't spoken about our process for ages, but it was interesting because I was at, when I was in um, LAX at the airport, there was like a pret-a-manger um, food place, and I, which I hadn't thought of for a, for a long time. So like je suis pret, actually pret-a-manger, like this whole idea of being ready, like I thought, yay, that's so fun that it's, um, that, 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 that we've got that aspect of pret as well. So um, so yeah, our process is just, and if you like, whenever you're struggling, it just bring it back to the process. Really, that is where it's at. So uh, P is for practice. So doing our daily practice. So um, yeah, and making that what you, what you will. Like your five minutes to like do your belief plan work to like connect with your future self to planning your treats and your alcohol. Like being it like really that's that that five minute um exercise is all about just anchoring in like that intentionality to becoming the 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 butterfly that you the naturally healthy butterfly that you want to become and i can't yeah like i know i know for a lot of like people say it all the time like when they are doing their daily practice everything is so much easier and everything works better than when they're not so it's and it's just a habit and it's just a matter of 
finding the right time. And so where, when and where you're going to do it. Um, but it is so, so worth, worth doing that. And I was really um, chuffed because when I, I'm on my streak of like doing it every day on my app and I was worried about like changing, going across the international dateline. And I've, cause I've had that before where I've lost my streak and I um, kept my streaks. <laughs> so that was really, I was, I was happy with that. Um, so then, and then so P for practice, R for reviews. And again, I like, I haven't seen a lot of reviews lately and it's really, you know, of course you don't have to do any of this, but the more you take time to just pause and just check in and learn like what's working and what's not working. Like, what do I want to do more of? What do I want to do less of? Like, that's how we um, grow more quick, quickly, like really like taking that time to, to check in with yourself and be honest with yourself and say, okay, what do, what is working here? What can I celebrate? And then also what, is, what do I want to do differently? Like that is, that is huge. Um, so if you, yeah, like if you haven't done a review for a while, maybe schedule some time this week and it doesn't like, you know, can, you can just spend five minutes on it. It doesn't have to be this big. I, I do mine every week and I make maximum I would ever spend would be like 10 minutes on it. So um, yeah, definitely like taking that time is, is so, so, so worth it. Um, e is for enough. And um, of course, like, like um, just tuning into our body and, and just learning, like approaching that skill of learning, you know, whenever, like learning what your signals are. Um, and then T is for tracking progress. Um, yeah, and again, that's weighing yourself every day or doing our like questionnaire, which we haven't done for me. We might skip and we'll do do one, do it again in early June. But it's yeah, like just keeping collecting that data and not having shame or pride, but just you know using tracking as a way to keep you like just to to track your progress. Okay, so that's our, our process. Um, Okay, Jane's checking out flights. <laughs> yes, do come to Canberra. It's super fun. Um, okay. Now, yeah, okay. So let's talk about like we see ourselves in healthy ways. So, so if you remember like not last week, but the week before, like we spoke about like why we emotionally eat and what to do instead. And basically there's two key ways, two key, two, two steps to, to, to handling this. And it's the two A's, like so awareness and, and acceptance. And most of the time, you know, when you come home from work, like just bringing some awareness to what's going on, like naming your feeling, like what am I feeling? And then, you know, making it, being self-compassionate and saying, you know, it's okay for me to feel bad or it's okay for other people to feel bad. Um, like at most of the time, like that, that's all it takes. And then it's just, Having that awareness you, you helps you, like you process the feeling and then you move on. And a lot of feelings, like they, they, they come and go, like they, it's like waves. Like they, they, so we just like, and just, we, we process them and it's, um, you know, it can be quite, quite smooth and like, you know, you, you feel whatever you feel, but it, they kind of pass on. But sometimes, um, yeah, sometimes when we, sometimes that's not enough. And, and sometimes, so what happens is that 
you know, you'll, and you'll know this yourself. Like there are times when we're like, we're freaking out, like we're really stressed out. We're feeling overwhelmed or when we're feeling really emotional. And so the, in those times, like just trying to be aware and accept can be too big of an ask for us to get from, cause we're just too freaked out. And so what, what is, what that's called, it's called being in a stress cycle. And basically you'll like, if you, um, you may or may not know, but there's like, we have two different types of nervous systems. So we've got our sympathetic nervous system, which is um, the kind of fight, fight, freeze, or, or appease, or fawn is also known as. So when you're in like high alert, and then we have the parasympathetic, parasympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system, which is also known as the rest and digest um, system. So when we are triggered and we're in this stress cycle, it means we're in this sympathetic nervous system. And, and when that's happening, it's also called being flooded um, or just freaking to freak out. Like, you know, when you're in that, like you're, you, the symptoms are like you, you, you feel that, that your heart rate's elevated, you're sweating, you can have rushing thoughts, overwhelming sensations. Like you feel you, when you're in that stress cycle, like you know, like it's, it's a very different feeling to when you're feeling calm. It's the opposite of calm basically. And so when you're in a stress cycle, like when you are triggered in that way and you're in your sympathetic nervous system, like when you're fighting or fighting um, or you're wanting to, to freeze, whatever your kind of traditional response to that, that nervous system state is, just trying to like be aware and accepting your your feelings is not going to cut it basically it's like we need to come back to safety come back to center first before we can we can process our emotions so so what we want to do is that when we are in a stress cycle is first like notice that actually you know what I'm feeling really freaked out right now or I'm feeling really stressed or I'm feeling overwhelmed like I'm, I'm feeling I'm in a stress cycle like that might be something that you would say but again it's like just noticing what's going on is the first thing when you're in that and then we want to like have something that we can like some action that we can take to soothe ourselves and bring ourselves back to this center and this feeling of safety um, and so sometimes self-compassion will work with that. So just noticing, yeah, I'm feeling whatever and I'm freaking out, freaking out and that's okay. Like sometimes those thoughts will work, but mostly we're going to need something more to soothe us and to calm ourselves down. And I've actually um, had just, I will open up the list in circle so you guys can have a look. I'll just post, type it in the chat. Um, Awesome. Oh, hang on. I just messaged it to Caroline directly. That's not helpful to everyone. I'm running a meeting. Yeah. So there's actually a post in circle in the resources section where we've got a list of, um, of the ways, like how we, we soothe ourselves in, uh, in healthy ways. And let's open that up so I can see my list. Yeah. Okay. So let's like have a look at um, this list of, of ways that we can do it because what we want to do is we don't want to wait. If we wait until we're in like fight or flight, like if we wait until we're freaking out before we decide how we're going to soothe ourselves, like that makes it even harder. Like there's another hurdle to jump over. Whereas if we have actually 
um, yeah, if we plan ahead and actually practice soothing ourselves in so that we have some tools that we can go to, that's going to be, it's kind of like, um, you know, doing a fire drill. So we do our, we, we learn, we learn how to soothe that. Like we, we play around with these techniques to soothe ourselves in advance, like we're doing a fire drill so that when we are, when there is a fire, when we are in fight or flight, when we are triggered, that we have, we like, we have a plan of what to do, like how to soothe ourselves and how to calm down. So how to put out the fire essentially, um, so we want to like practice. And so that's why we, we want to go through, we're going to go through this list now. And it, um, so as I go through it, I want you to think of like, is this something that would be fun for me? Just, just and make a note of the ones that you think, oh, that like it's whatever feels fun, like whatever you think, oh, that, that's inspiring. Like I, I'd like to try that. Or that, that sounds like me. Like if something fa- feels like it would be good for you, like then like let's make a note. So um, so we're going to do an exercise today where I'm going to, where you, we, I want you to actually um, choose like two or three techniques that you're going to experiment with over the next week to soothe yourself. So we want to actually get into the habit of practicing soothing ourselves when we're not super stressed so that we can like get um yeah, build this skill so that we have have it at the ready for when we are super stressed. And the cool thing is like doing this work, any work that you do to be kind to yourself and soothe yourself is going to pay off. Like it just, and because oftentimes like the self, the self-soothing stuff, even if you're not in a stress cycle, it's going to feel good and it's going to nourish you and nurture you and help take care of you. So doing it even when you're not super freaked out is is going to give you benefits anyway and it's just fun it's a a much nicer way to live and there's you know so much in the world that isn't super super um nicer anything that we are doing to on a more regular basis to take care of ourselves is only going to be a good thing so our self list of self-soothing ideas so one we've got here is journaling. So just, you know, writing, like I've, that, this is one, one that I go to, like I've always got my notebooks around the house, um, just writing what you're feeling, just doing a brain dump of like writing, I'm feeling whatever, and just letting it all come out is, is really helpful. Creating space. So just if you, if the, if you, other people are involved, like removing yourself from the situation, if you can, can be really helpful. And this is one that I used to use a lot when I had small children and they would really, would get really triggered and I would just go okay I just need to I would just actually go I'm just going to I'm just going to go into the bathroom for a couple a minute and I would just go in shut the door breathe and like have that space and then come back to the situation and then handle it in a much more calm way but so yeah like physically like creating space for yourself can be a really great one naming the emotion so actually um putting in a a label or like getting curious about actually saying I'm feeling really scared I'm feeling really angry I'm feeling really disappointed whatever it is like feeling humiliated like naming the emotion can be a a good way to soothe Um, breathing like so either just taking one deep breath or three deep breaths or if I actually have an um an app on my phone that's it's called the 478 tech breathing technique where you breathe in for four hold for seven then breathe out 
for eight. And that technique is actually, you know, there's research around it, but that, that rhythm of breathing actually calms down. It changes your, it, it physically moves you into, like calms your nervous system. So that can be a good one to do. And there's a link to the app that I use there or, and there's a Dr. Wheel video that explains that, that breathing technique. Um, but any breathing that you do, like anything that you can do to, to breathe will, will be helpful. Walking outside is another good one. Walking in nature, looking at plants. Um, the Japanese call that forest bathing. Uh, gardening, beautiful one for me. I, I love getting, like anytime I'm in, in nature or getting into the garden. Um, doing a guided meditation can be a, a great thing to do because if you've got those gentle words in your ear, so that can that'd be helpful. For some people, praying, um, Reiki or massage, hugging someone else or a pet or just hug, giving yourself a hug. Like when we hug, um, we actually, that releases oxytocin, which is a neurotransmitter that's calming, that's very soothing for our nervous system. So it does actually scientifically, hugging is it's really helpful phoning a friend or connecting with 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 a reaching out to to a friend um, using your affirmation so you're like repeating positive thoughts like and one of mine is like it's okay I can handle this it's okay I can handle this or another one I love is like I always solve my problems so that like just having those thoughts so rather than having the thoughts like having the thoughts that are freaking out thoughts actually inserting other thoughts like in intentional thoughts can be helpful um writing a gratitude list so that's actually changing your focus of like writing like what's amazing in my life now or what can I actually be grateful for right now using distractions so whether that's books magazines you know scrolling games movies netflix but you know with distractions it can it can actually be helpful to use those to help you come back to center the only thing is you just you know you don't want to be spending your whole life on scrolling or your whole life you know avoiding but that using a distraction can be a good way to bring you back to center and then from center you can process what's whatever it was that triggered you um but yeah like it's you want to just be careful that you're not going to have like you know just go into the distraction 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 and never actually come out of the distraction um making a pot of tea or having that ritual of, of tea um drinking tea that's a huge one for me like just that boiling the kettle you know choosing the tea is, is really big um Okay, the tapping solution. So this is another thing that's called emotional freedom techniques. That's actually a, an exercise that you go through. So there's a, I've got a link to their website and there's a book that you can do. They've got an app as well where you're actually tapping, like literally tapping on um, different pressure points and there's, you know, science behind it, whatever. I have tried it and I, when I had insomnia a couple of years ago, I was using it a lot, but it, I, now I think about it, it makes, tapping makes me feel like the insomnia. So I, I, don't, I kind of have a negative connotation, but I know a lot of people who tapping is helpful for calming them down. And it is you know, scientifically proven to help calm, like bring you back into your, bring you back to center. Um, using your hands. So I know Sarah, Sarah was a fan of um, the crochet or knitting or coloring in like the, all those coloring books or doing crafts, um, listening to music. So having a, 
playlists. I have like a couple of like happiness playlists that I turn on if I want to like get into a, a different headspace. Playing instruments can be helpful. Singing and dancing, um, super like fun. And actually dancing is one that I've started adding in since I did my work with my sex coach and because dancing is really great for like helping you get into your body and feel feel your body. So I've actually, as part of my um, feelings challenge, like my I do the feelings challenge do my breathing and then I've been like just taking five minutes to like put a song on my headphones go into the bedroom close the door so no one can see me and just dancing like a crazy person um and it's really fun so I really love that um gym working out that's gonna be um or sport of course a hot shower or a bath taking a drive, um, decluttering or cleaning can connect that can actually cleaning can feel very calming and soothing as well. Um, napping or just even lying down on the bed or the floor just for, you know, a couple of minutes, just to have that your bo- feeling of your body being supported by the ground can be really great. And napping, I actually listened to a, a podcast this week that was looking at research on napping and how it can actually, you know, a 20 minute nap or, a, um, you know, up to, I think, a 60 minute nap like has health benefits for like resetting like it can help to reset and also um just you know it's good for heart health and all that that sort of stuff as well so so that is a list does anyone have any has anyone how are we going is there anyone thought of like any techniques that you either currently are using to soothe yourself that you'd liked or that you used to use to soothe yourself or that, um, you know, something new that you'd like to try? Do you want to just type in the chat and share share what your thoughts are? Is anyone feeling inspired? Jigsaw puzzles, says Jen. Yeah, yeah, they can be so fun. And I love like doing, they can be great to do in, in a group as well. Has anyone else got any? Because like this work, it's like, it's really being proactive for like getting these techniques in place so that you have them at your, like having the tools ready in your backpack, in your, in your backpack it is so, so helpful. Um, so reading Meg says I'm reading but it's become too much of a distraction so I need another option well what you can do there Meg is like um, yeah like go to the book like when you're feeling like having that time but but like either setting a time or just deciding it before you start reading how long you're going to read for and then you know once after like you've done your your reading time then like maybe sitting with the feeling and like getting curious about what's what's there so rather than keep going keep going keep going like just use it to calm yourself down and then go from that calm place get curious and spend some time with that okay anyone else Okay, Leslie. Um, Leslie said the whole list is a great toolbox and I've been gravitating to journaling. 
Catherine said, oh, dry brushing. That sounds good for, is that like on your skin, Catherine? Like, so it's like a massage kind of thing? Do you want to yeah, talk it, to us about it's that? It's on your skin and you, um, you use, it's like a natural bristle brush and you brush towards your heart. Oh. So like from the chest, you go down and then on your legs, you yeah. um, And it really, um, it really helps me wake up in the morning. Right. Um, like it doesn't initially feel really good, but afterwards it feels really good. Right, so, right, right. Um, I'll see if I can find a link. I got, yeah. I learned about it in, on Wellness Mama. Okay. Yeah, that'd be amazing if you could share a link. I'll add it to the list. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and there's, you know, you can get different. I find if I do it before I shower, like my skin is really, really smooth. I don't have to use like a loofah or any of that stuff. Right. Okay, and then it feels really soothing and like like must have some connection to your heart. So, yeah, it's supposed to be good for your lymph system. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. I can't tell if it's done that, but I just know it feels good. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's and that's what we're looking for. It's just that that if it feels nourishing and it feels soothing to you, then that's awesome. Yeah. Excellent. I guess, and the thing with this is like, yeah, that's a big list that we just went through. There's so many options, but you want to like practice. So you've got, um, you've got like some at your disposal, but you're not getting overwhelmed of like, oh, I've got too many choices of what I can do. Like, so yeah. Okay. So does anyone have any questions about self-soothing or that whole thing about flight or flight and why, like how it works or how like how to navigate it no good okay okay and how's everyone feeling about the homework of like just this week like scheduling like some time where you are being proactive and using a self playing around with a self-soothing technique No, we're good. No. Oh, great. Catherine, thank you for sharing that link. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm excited about self-saving. <laughs> because and a lot of this comes back to like habitual stuff too so if we had the habit of coming home like jane's example in the beginning of coming home and then just going into the kitchen and grabbing a snack to like to process the day then we'll just keep doing that whereas if we we can be intentional about our habits of like actually deciding okay when i come home i'm going to be feeling like stressed i'm going to be feeling whatever i'm feeling from the day of course natural it's going to happen every day how do i want to how do I want to like be intentional about this and what can I, what can I play around with instead? And you can just, you know, keep that curiosity. Um, but it's like, and it may seem like it's not going to make a difference, but it, it really will. Like there's so much of our eating that's driven by us wanting to avoid feeling whatever we're feeling. So the more we're able to soothe ourselves in other ways and process emotion, 
then you know, the less overeating we're going to be, be doing. Okay, Lisa's saying good homework sounds like fun. Yeah, that's right, Lisa. It's meant to be fun. Like this is meant to be like, um, yeah, like this is meant to be, we're doing this for, for ourselves. It's not meant to be, oh gosh, Jules, just give me another chore, like another piece of homework to do. This is like you being proactive and having a better relationship with yourself and taking care of yourself. And I think one of the biggest barriers that comes up with this is just, I don't have time. Like I don't have time to take care of myself, but all these other things to do. But the thing that really is like, the thing is that we're not designed to be like doing, doing, doing 24 seven. And the more we take time to rest and prioritize self-care and doing things that, that nourish us and light us up, then the more pro proactive and productive we are in the hours when we are working. So this is like, isn't some nice optional thing. This is actually the work to, to changing, like to being a, a you know, more fulfilled, better, you know, happier, more productive human in the times when we are. Okay. Um, um so lisa said i take care of so many people in so many ways and all that is good this feels like taking care of myself too yeah that's right and like prioritizing taking care of ourselves particularly as women like we're not really socialized to do that like it's you know we're encouraged to be the selfless mother and the, but the thing is that like you can't pour out of an empty like it's an old you know metaphor but you can't pour out of an empty cup like so you need to we need to be filling our own cups up first um just for ourselves but you know it does help with taking care of other things um yeah so Cynthia says lots of things I like to do don't get done so subbing with some of these is a is a win win yeah absolutely for sure and also like but not making it like putting too much pressure on ourselves if we don't like so being kind to ourselves but also prioritizing ourselves I think it's like finding that balance okay okay we might move on to coaching so does anyone have anything that they wanted to discuss talk about coach on Raise your hand, unmute yourself. Or we could just finish early, that's cool too. <laughs> oh, Bill, yay. Hey, Mel. Hi, can I not have the video on? I've you can, yeah, just you come can. from the pool and I've got Matt, I look terrible. Oh, um, I'm so, sure you don't, Mel. <laughs> Um, I, you, as you know, I think, Jules, I've been lurking around and not commenting or participating. I've been in a real mess the past few months. Um, I think, I don't know if you recall, Jules, that I had a chronic health condition that I was yeah. dealing with and I family found a professor in the UK that could help me with it. Um, and I've had a doctor who's been implementing the very simple regimen. Anyway, so I've been on antibiotics for um, almost two years and I went off them and I was feeling, I was getting better, better, better. I was feeling amazing. And then earlier this year, 
I um, started feeling not great. Fatigue is one of my symptoms. So I started feeling fatigued and I went to the doctor and the test regime in Australia is quite bad. Not very, I won't go into the details. Anyway, I did a test and it came back clear. And I always get surprised when I think that I'm not well. And, it and comes, then, so it feels yeah. like I've got a low-grade infection the whole time and I have fatigue. They're two of my symptoms. And But the test said there's nothing wrong with me. So anyway, then I, it, it's a bit cyclical. So I started feeling okay. Then in February I started feeling worse. And I think I sort of mentioned, I sort of had some communication with yeah. you saying, you said, what feels good at the moment? I said, nothing. nothing. Yeah. Anyway, so then I got COVID and that's now seven weeks ago. COVID was like not it, like everyone has had it um, and people know what it's like. So for me it was, I didn't feel well, but it wasn't the end of the world, um, but I didn't really recover. And I still can't smell anything. Um, I've got really bad sinus as well. And it's been dragging on. So I thought, oh, I went to the doctor um, and he said lots of people for six weeks after COVID experience symptoms and then hopefully it will go away. Anyway, it didn't. So I thought actually before my next GP appointment, I'm going to go and do one of my tests for my chronic condition. And anyway, I went and did it and my levels were quite high. Right. So I've gone back on to, uh, so I have some good days and some bad days and I'm, I don't know what I'm really asking you. One specific thing I wanted to ask, but I don't know if you know the answer is um, because I'm taking antibiotics long-term again, my gut is quite important and I was, Drinking kefir. I drink kefir, but yeah. I've been reading about um, having potato starch and green banana and that sort of thing to build up your probiotics and prebiotics. And I wondered if you had any comments on that. Um, and because that's your gut is your second brain. And I think that I've been on track with my eating some of the time and the weight is just not shifting. In fact, it's, I'm not at my absolute highest, but I'm almost back where I started. So right. that's not feeling good. I'm in my fat pants. Um, oh, no. <laughs> um, and I still have to live a life, but I've given away lots of the job self-development work that I was doing for building a future I've sort of had to put that on hold so I'm sort of on my minimal schedule I'm getting by if you know what I mean yeah so I feel like I'm on the up now because I'm on the antibiotics they're going to deal with the bacteria that's um been making me feel so unwell um but I, I feel like and I keep saying to myself I want to get back on track and the last few nights I haven't eaten after dinner I've been satisfied that's been really good um, so I don't think I'm doing anything really wrong. Um, and I, I suspect you'd say, just pick one thing to focus on. Um, <laughs> is that what you'd say? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd say, Mel. Like, cause like you've got a lot going on, right. And you have been unwell. So like, the, I think the, like being compassionate with your situation is important. Like, yeah, of course. Like, and then. But also, but but I think like you've got a sneaky thought in there of like, oh, I'm not really doing anything that bad, but it's like I'm not getting the result. Like I don't remember what you said, yeah. but I should have written it down. 
so it was there yeah and it's like well like just like looking at your like looking at what you're doing from a bit more of an objective mindset of like just being really radical like honest with yourself about what you're actually what you've been eating and what you've been doing yeah because like you know you're getting the result because of what you've been thinking and doing so so just maybe like looking at your current situation like and what's the one thing that like so not eating after dinner that maybe that's one thing to focus on for now or maybe it's yeah what what are your thoughts um well, that feels easy for me at the moment. So I had dinner and usually if I was going to have dessert, I'd say, oh, see how I go. But I, we've got passion. It's passion fruit season <gasps> at the moment yeah. and I love passion fruits and that's a good, healthy option. Um, so straight after dinner I had two little passion fruit, which I feel is absolutely fine and good and delicious. And then I made myself a cup of tea. I guess the other thing I've been trying to go to bed at I've set my alarm for 9.30 so I can sort of start winding down and I am not very good at doing that. So I was watching a show on TV It was and it was quite intriguing. It was on Netflix so I could certainly, I did turn it off. I went and cleaned up the kitchen and then I thought I really want to know what happened and I went back and um, turned it on again, which I know is not a good thing for me to do and I don't know exactly why. I, like I think there's some I deserve to. Prolong the evening because this is your time, hey, like so. Yeah. And then so then consequently I think I felt feel a bit tighter in the morning um, it's a bit harder to get up, and but I still do. Um, yeah, I'm just in a bit of a mess. And I want to say to the group, when I did post a while ago about some of the dramas, I was having people wrote me such lovely comments and I felt very supported and I really yeah. do appreciate that. Yay. Yeah. So you know I know. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a few, but, there's a few things that you've mentioned that we, like, so the sleep's one, Mel, gut health's another one and eating late. So, like, do you, do you think you're up for tackling those three things or should we just? What did be... you, what was the third one you said? Sleep, gut health and what I missed what the last one you said was. Oh, uh, eating after dinner. Oh, uh, eating after. Um, I think for me that yeah I think that I could definitely um work on those yeah okay like it, it's like if that feels good because like all three of those things are going to help you like getting to bed on a reasonable hour is going to make a big difference not eating after dinner is going to make a big difference and um yeah and the gut gut health stuff as well mm-hmm. yeah I think I can do or at least try all of them, you know, but make her give it a red hot go. Yeah, um, well, and like, well, or just like maybe just spend some time thinking about like what would be what would feel really good for me to be doing for myself, given my current circumstances. 
Well, I've been quite motivated on the gut, gut health thing for the last sort of 36 hours, so I sorted <laughs> out the green banana powder, which I've never had before, um, and potato starch. So even though that's carbia, presumably, you don't actually have that much of it if yeah, I have it in the daytime. Yeah, um, and it's, it's, yeah, definitely. like. And the other one you might want to suss out is guar gum. So Glenn's had a lot of success with that lately. So it's a another prebiotic that feeds your gut microbes mm-hmm. but if you've ordered them and you can you can just start taking them and play like just experiment yeah. with them, them like i think that's good for your gut and if you're having mm. a kefir keep going with your kefir and that's yeah and that's enough for the gut yeah um at the moment they're eating after dinner because i've been trying to have some i really for weeks I just felt like I really could hardly cook anything so um, I have been cooking a bit lately a little more Um, so I've been like having a reasonable dinner I feel and um, so I haven't been hungry afterwards it's felt like when I was getting a lot of success previously working with you it felt easy and now it just feels hard sort of and I think because I feel shite to use a technical term a lot of the time (laughs) like with having it feels like a as I expressed earlier a low-grade infection so everything just feels harder and heavier and that sort of thing so I mean at the moment eating after dinner the last little while I've managed to do that without a problem um I guess for me if I opened a packet of chips late at night and I try not to have that sort of thing in the house like I'd say, I'd tell myself I'm only going to have three and then I could easily have that whole packet. Now that rarely happens, but I don't want to give it a chance. Yeah, so yeah, like while you're in this healing process, just like just being, it's it's all about being intentional, Mel. Like when 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 things are easy, it's just because you're in that flow of like thinking it through and making good decisions. So we just want to, get you back to that stage and so like great that you can have like some more satisfying dinners and then you don't feel that urge to um to snack later mm-hmm. yeah so that like it sounds like that's that's going to work and it's just a matter of making the decision of like being intentional okay I'm gonna have my dinner I'm gonna have my passion fruit and that's gonna be it and yeah, there's no need to have chips in the house at the moment. Mm. Um, but if you do want to, if you do want to start treating yourself, then like being intentional around that. So deciding when ahead of time when you're going to have the chips, and then deciding ahead of time how many, how much you're going to have of the chips, and then taking it from there. Yeah. They're sort of, I think I'll avoid the chips because there's no portion control. The packet doesn't have any, it's just one big pack. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the other thing when I, I think when I was having really quite good success was I was down to sort of two meals. I was having dinner and I was having a brunch or lunch type thing. And mm. now I feel like after going to exercise in the morning, I feel like I want to have porridge or I, I'm, I don't know if I'm actually hungry, but I think I'm hungry or I want to eat. I want to eat. And so at the moment it's porridge that I'm having. Um, 
I feel like I need the three meals rather than the two at the moment. Yeah, well, really listen to your body, Mel. Like you've been um, you've been sick, so like if that's like trust trust your body to guide you on that. Mm, okay. Yeah. I feel even me coming and talking to you now in public is a bit of a thing for me because I'm quite a private person. So I guess that's a mini win too. Yeah, let's celebrate that, Mel, for sure. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Okay. And should we, we've just got a couple of minutes left. Should we coach on the sleep, like getting to bed earlier? Because, okay. or, or, like, so again, it just comes back down to being intentional and, and also, like, like, because when we, like, want to we want to because the evening time is like our time right and yeah like we want to prolong that evening time so it's just a a, like reminding ourselves like coaching yourself in the moment to go no actually like I want to like I'll feel better if I go to bed earlier like I actually need sleep more than I need to find out what happened at the end of that Netflix thing and I can watch the rest of that tomorrow and so it's just like setting the intention of like this is my bedtime this is when I'm going to get ready and when your brain wants to sneak in that I'll just do this I'll just look at this I'll just check Facebook like I'll just check Instagram like you just need to coach like coaching yourself in the moment from the place the thought of like I'm doing this for me it's going I'm going to feel so much better like if I get a decent night's sleep like that's the that's really like your body needs that sleep particularly if you're unwell and got an infection that you're fighting off Mm. yeah and they are I do actually check Facebook and Instagram as well when I got when I get into bed oh my goodness (laughs) yeah and um it's and it is a slippery slope when you start on the open those things. Yeah. So I take a I take a journal, uh, not my writing journal, but uh, the Atlantic, for example, a publication to bed with me. And I find I actually don't open it even. I think maybe getting a book that I'm enjoying would might maybe be useful and go to bed at sort of that nine thirty and say yeah. half an hour. How can you make put, it? Yeah, like that you like create your bedtime ritual where it's something that you're actually looking forward to where it's like yeah this is going to be my time so like my I did a lot of work on my bedtime ritual for when I had insomnia and it's like I have a really hot shower a really long shower with candles and then I like um like do this breathing exercise and it's just it's I love getting ready for bed now so yeah like how can you make bedtime this like really beautiful time where you're taking care of yourself and you're really enjoying it yeah I I mean I fell asleep watching the program that was quite intriguing woke up and thought I should turn this off turned it off and as I said went back into the kitchen and cleaned up so that's a problem going to the kitchen cleaning up because you wake yourself up again yes Um, yeah you might want to like clean up the kitchen before you have any watching like watching stuff yeah 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 and because I'm not that tired like there was a point I was actually too physically tired to do it but now I actually am not I just thought I'd prefer if someone else had I asked someone else to do it but they only did half of it yeah Um, okay so I just noticed the time Mel so it's time to wrap up so does that feel like you've got some good concrete things to work with there Mel 
Yeah, it does. Thanks. Excellent. And I think some people wrote some nice comments. Someone wrote a nice comment. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Kim. Okay, <laughs> that was great. Have a good week, everyone. Have fun. I'm looking forward to hearing how you go with your self-soothing experiments. Post in the group and share. And um, we'll catch you guys next week for a surprise. <laughs> okay. Bye.